thank you so much. Uh, we're so delighted today. We have director of Mitchell's and the Mach versus the machines, uh, Michael Rianda here with us today. And we're so excited to get a chance to talk with you at Rotoscopers. Thank you so much for coming in uh, and talking with us. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's a treat. I'm excited. Yes. I'd like to ask our guests first is to ask uh, what inspired you to get into animation? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, I, it was basically um, uh, finding out that Flash existed. Um, you know, I, I found out that people were doing web cartoons and, you know, the guys who made Ren and Sippy were doing web cartoons and, and, and all of these, like, uh, people were doing were doing all these like internet cartoons and I was like I can get that program and do that you know like it was so it was so shocking to me that that was even a possibility um and I was on these like dorky animation chat rooms um with some people and some of the people who were on it were actually in the industry and they were able to say like look I'm a real human maybe we don't know they might have been <laughs> um but I think they're real um, and, uh, and they're really nice and they're really generous. Um, and they were like, Hey, here's what we did. And here's the steps that, you know, you could take and stuff like that. And that was sort of, that was like my entryway into it. And it's cool because me and, um, I, we, I had an online friend from Israel, um, who we're both in the industry now, even though we're, you know, uh, we're world. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So you could relate then to Katie in uh, in the in Mitchells versus the Machines, and her making her her little movies and things like that. I never even I never even considered that, but it does make sense that that the the first people she connected to in the movie are not in real life <laughs> because that's what happened to me. Um, you know, I, I felt like I was like, you know, my mom was like, "Who are these people? This is upsetting." <laughs> And I was like, um, uh, I think they're nice. I think they have good intentions. Um, and really they did. Aren't we all so grateful for those people, though, especially this last year? Yes, totally. As we quarantined. I don't know how I would have gotten through it. No, it's, it's, it's so funny because it's like this movie. Well, like, you know, the, luckily the movie has, you know, tells both sides of it. But, but I do think it's like, it's we tried to be even handed because I've had experiences like that. I learned how to make art and I made friends over the internet and stuff. So we, we also wanted to celebrate the good parts of technology as well as the bad. And, mm -hmm. um, and that I've been really grateful for the good parts of the technology because I would be good. You wouldn't see me as a human here. If there was no <laughs> zoom, I would just be, uh, you know, like Ash. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you started out writing for, Gravity Falls. Mm -hmm. And how did that all happen? How did you get involved with that show? Um, it was it was interesting. Uh, I had <laughs> I had worked at a place called Jib Jab um, that does animation. And they, they were doing, I was doing like e-cards at the time, but I was like, I'm going to make the best e-cards anyone's ever seen. <laughs> um, I, was, I was very ambitious. Um, and um, uh, somebody who worked with me there recommended me to... Um, to Alex Hirsch, who was making a show at the time. And uh, and he just want, you know, it's like at the time, and also at the time I, I had a short film, this film work um, that I made in, in college that was like successful for what it was. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm still proud of it. Um, but uh, but it, but it sort of, that opened a lot of doors. So I actually had other choices other than Gravity Falls at that time, uniquely and strangely. But um, uh, Alex Hirsch, the creator was so, passionate 
and we got along so well so quickly we were like immediately speaking the same language and you know i had told him i was like well i want to eventually make movies and he's like well, look you know he's like a salesman he's like look you could make 20 movies in, in in a year by making a tv show you know you make all these little movies and it was really true it was sort of like lifting weights or something you know i feel like i was sort of preparing to make the movie i'm making every time we made an episode of gravity falls because they each had you know beginning middle end make them all work make the jokes work make the emotions work you know um so it was really it was that was like a great learning experience for me because i've always said that i feel like gravity falls is kind of like uh kind of like an animated version of doctor who uh-huh uh, yeah yeah sure yeah that you never know what kind of creature you're going to get or what kind yeah. of challenge you're going to get uh, but it always comes down to dipper and mabel and their their friendship really and you can even see i feel like you can see some of that within the dynamic between the two siblings mm-hmm. uh, in Matilda's versus the machines too and and so i think that's really interesting when you are writing for gravity falls did he kind of give you to alex give you the overall kind of this is where the, the season's going and then here's your episode or how did it how did that work um well i started as a writer i was sort of the i think i was the first person hired on that show so i started as a writer and then sort of transitioned be, just because i refused to leave the studio i was like there <laughs> you know, 10, 10 p.m. And he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm just working. What can I do to make the show better? You know, he's like, uh, you, you could do stuff if you want. I'm like, great. Um, you know, because I really wanted it to be good. Um, and I knew it was, was going to be good, but I was, wanted to like do everything I, in my power. Because um, uh, also my wife um, was <laughs> living um, on the other side of the country. So I had a lot of free time. <laughs> so I was just like oh. spinning out, you know. Um, yeah. But um, so at the, so we actually, we formed some of the season together you know, as in, in terms of a writer's room, Alex definitely had the big ideas, you know, like it was, it's like undeniably his show. Um, and, uh, but then at a certain point I became creative director um, and then kind of became like his sort of second in command where we would, you know, uh, tackle writing episodes together, you know, rewriting episodes together, or, you know, if this thing needs work, we'd both take a crack at it. Um, and, and sort of like, I was on the team that was like, in, you know, shaping all that stuff. Um, so it was, it was really collaborative and in a, in a great way. Um, but also sort of, you know, he was the one it's, I didn't really, I didn't realize it until this movie, you know, cause you, you, when you're on a show, you're really, you know, it's like, if you love animation, you're really passionate about it. And you're like, I've got all these ideas and this joke, it's gotta be this joke and not that joke. And or this story point, not that story point. And and I had like zero empathy for Alex and and sort of what he was going through as a showrunner. I was just like, why isn't he doing my ideas? <laughs> and then uh, and then when I became when I started directing this movie, I was like, I get all of it. I understand it all. Like, because it's so much harder to um, to sort of be the person who has to make that final decision. Like, that's an extra level of time and thought and yeah. fear and all that stuff. So. Um, so yeah, I like I sort of uh, now sympathize with them, even though at yeah. the time. Perhaps. Well, that's the thing that amazes me about animated films and, and and directors of animated films is just how many different balls you're juggling in the air. I think it's so incredible. It's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, on so, one hand, it's it's so interesting because it's like on one hand 
you're having the time of your life. You're making cartoons. You're working with the best artists in the world. Mm -hmm. They're making your thing better. It's wonderful. You know, you're friends with all of them. It's all great. And then on the other side of the coin, because you love it so much, you invest everything in it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and it becomes, you know, sometimes if you don't look out, it sort of like becomes all consuming. So you really have to try to balance those things, yeah. but it's, it's, it's very fun. Well, I absolutely loved the Mitchells versus the machines. I said in wow, my little you. like social media post or whatever I said, yeah, I bought the art book as soon as I finished watching it, which Great. I, I think it. says something, how much I enjoyed yeah. it. I really loved it. And so how did you, how did this all come about? How did you become involved with it? Uh, yeah. Um, I basically, I'd always wanted to make a movie as I said before, and miraculously, Sony Animation were like, hey, uh, you know, because I think they knew someone who I knew at Disney, mm-hmm. they were like, would you like to make an animated movie? I was like, yes, uh, of course, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what? Um, and then they're like, do you have any ideas? I was like, I've got a million, a million ideas. I of course. Um, <laughs> just like a <laughs> blank book behind me that I had behind my back. Um, and uh, I was like, let me just, you know, polish them up a little bit, you know, then like starting from scratch. Um, but I, I, I re- it, you know, it's it sort of like, once I started coming up with them, it was really apparent uh, one that was like sticking, which was like, basically I was trying to take the thing that I love the most, which is my um, crazy family <laughs> who I love. Um, and the thing uh, that I loved the most when I was a kid, which is killer robots. Um, and as an adult, just sort of thinking about technology um, it's like, it's interesting to live in a world where robots and AI can do a lot of the same things we can do and more and more and more so every day. So, so making us think about like, what, what is important about humanity? Um, and what are the things that make us special? And it's basically like, you know, our relationships. Um, mm-hmm. um, so it, we really sort of tried to drill down into that and sort of find out, you know, that, that even though these relationships are hard work, they're worth it. Um, and that that kind of ultimately kind of became the thesis statement for the movie, um, but but it was it took a long time to find because it started out just trying to combine these two things that um, I was really passionate about, um, and it, it it took a long time to make them stick. <laughs> now, is it too strong to say the Mitchells are based on your family, or no, they're no. entirely based on yes, my okay, in, good. In a, in a, in a, ludicrous way um where you know that my dad looks exactly like rick no way he's like you gave me a little extra hair i appreciate that you know (laughs) (laughs) um but uh but he he sort of like you know when i was growing up he was this nature loving man and i sort of tell this story about it uh, where he woke me up at five in the morning one time he's like mike wake up we gotta we gotta build we gotta build a bathtub in the woods so we could legally be naked in nature. And I'm like, well, it's five in the morning. What are you talking about? And then he's like, and, then, and my mom's like, he saw it at a Viagra commercial. He's like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, and then the, the thing was he made those bathtubs. Like he has, yeah. he, he drained <laughs> family's bank account, you know? And everyone thought he was crazy. And then when people go to those bathtubs, they're like, these are incredible. Your dad is a genius. <laughs> um, and it really, it honestly, like, it made me realize that that we are closer to each other than I ever thought. Yeah. Because he's doing a, a, an absurd thing that he's passionate about that doesn't make any sense to most people. And I did an absurd thing that I'm really passionate about that didn't make sense to most people in terms of making a movie and going into animation. And, like, sort of, it, it took it took a while for me to sort of see how, cl- how similar we were. 
um, and sort of see him as a person. Because when you're a teenager, you're like, this mm-hmm. guy, you know. Um, <laughs> um, and it was, and and sort of that process of sort of finding out, you know, fi- finding the humanity in my parents um, was one of the things that inspired me. Yeah, that's so great. Have they seen it then? Yeah, no, it was great. They, 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 they are a tough audience. They like <laughs> if I have shown them shorts and they're like, eh, you know, <laughs> like, or they're just like, is anyone hungry? Does anyone want pretzels? You know, after yeah. it's done. Um, so, uh, so it was, um, so it was really, I was really happy that they liked yeah. it, especially because it's about them. It's like a big love letter to them. So I'm, I'm glad that they um, took it for what it was. Okay. Do you, do you have siblings? Do they, do they see it? Oh. Yeah. I, I, have yeah. A, I have a sister. Um, they're both 10 years older than me and they have lots of nieces. And, and so I have lots of nieces and nephews. Um, but, um, That's great. but um, Matt is my brother who I love and he's 10 years older than me. And he's almost, he has a lot of similarities with my dad. He, he was, he was like the hunting guy. So I could kind of, kind of lean back. I'm like, yeah, you and dad go hunting together. And then I was like, hey, 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 I'm going to draw cartoons. Um, and then my sister is really wonderful and really funny. Um, and even though uh, she didn't go to art school, um, I was sort of inspired by her just because she, Katie has sort of like my sister's like life and spark and sense of humor. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, so I love the animation and the hybrid kind of feel, especially the backgrounds I thought were so beautiful and the way that, uh, that, it, it had a little bit of that almost comic book feel, almost graphic novel feel. Yeah. And I thought that was beautiful. And so how did you come up with the visual style of the film, the animation? Um, <laughs> well, what, what I came up with was a, a check mark box on a wall that said, make it look wild and different. And then uh, every artist just like, you know, slowly checked that box, you know, themselves. Um, not really, but I, I but I did work with the art team a lot, and they're so good. The art team is unbelievable. Like the movie looks better than I ever thought it would because of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lindsay Oliveras was a production de- designer. She sort of led things on the two D side. Mike Lasker was led things on the three D side, um, and they're both wonderful. Um, and it was it was really cool because we were inspired by Lindsay's drawings at first, her drawings and her paintings and stuff. And and all of her drawings have that kind of like comic book look you know they're really they really feel handmade and they they really sort of celebrate people's flaws in a loving way um and sort of we were like okay what if because you know if you're in animation you know you've seen the art books you always like look at the art of book and you're like why don't you why don't they make it look like that what is this you know like this stuff was great and then they make that in the movie you know so we were like how can we make the art book obsolete i mean not really it's filled with great stuff that we didn't put in the movie but we did want it to feel like, okay, we really just took the stuff in the art book and it just started moving, um, uh, which is really difficult to do. Um, and it was, it was this real sort of push and pull. And it was, it was really cool having Chris Miller and Phil Lord around to, cause we would do things that we thought were really pushing it. Cause no one, I mean, you know, when you're making one of these movies like everyone wants it to be like kind of like an assembly it's it's most efficient if it's an assembly line you know it would be most efficient if this movie looked like every other movie um so we're like what if it looks wildly different they're like ooh, that sounds expensive (laughs) um (laughs) so we would push it as much as we could and then it was really cool and we're like ah, i wish we push it further and then we would show it to chris miller and phil lord and they would be like why do hey 
push it further. Why are you guys, why are you guys accepting this? You know, and it, it was, it was a great license to then go back and be like, all right, how do we make it better? Um, mm -hmm. And that was really cool. Um, so it, it was, it was basically, and, and just like the philosophy was like, how do we take, you know, because the movie's about humanity and it's like imperfect flaws and how do we make, see that humanity on every frame? You know, how do we see the lines and the watercolor marks and, and just like the, the feeling that a person drew this um, and make sure that every single frame looks like that. So you never forget that it was made by humans and you never forget that it's about humans. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, well, last question I have to ask the true star of the film, the voice cast is incredible, of course, uh -huh. but the uh, Mochi, the Mochi, the dog. <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, yeah. do you have a, a pug dog like that? I did growing up. Yeah, My sister yeah. had a dog named Manchi, named Manchichi. We couldn't name it Manchichi for legal reasons. Um, Manchichi, dearly departed friend. We love him. Rest in power. Um, but um, but he was the thing. The thing that I loved about Man it was actually a girl. The real Manchi was a girl. Um, uh -huh. But the thing I love about her was that she was so obviously flawed. You know, her eyes are going one way. She sort of had a trouble breathing. She walked weird. Um, but she was so like sweet and earnest and she was always like trying to, you know, trying to sort of like do her best. And it was really like, it was sort of this little, I, I, I really felt a kinship with this dog. <laughs> so when we had the movie, I was like, oh, we could put Manchi in there. And it, and it kind of yeah. became like a mascot for the family that where they're, they are really flawed, but they're, they're trying their best. Yeah, he was so funny. I absolutely That's loved great. the dog. It was great. <laughs> well, congratulations on so the much. film. I loved it. And uh, uh, I love to hear it. It was great. Thank so, you for checking that on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> you're welcome. The crew, the, crew, the crew and I just sort of troll through. You know, <laughs> <laughs> look for but my for Lindsay, the production center. She's like, guys. I'm getting drunk and looking at reviews on Letterboxd and it's a good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, thank well, you for, thank you for saying that. So it, it, I guess tell people where they can watch the movie. And uh, if you, I don't know if you have social media that you want to share. Yeah, sure. Like uh, watch the movie um, on Netflix, April 30th, um, uh, which might be today, might be soon. Um, and then also, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Mike Rand at Twitter or at Mike Rand on Twitter um and instagram and all that stuff you can find me um but um but me is unimportant the main thing to do is watch the movie over and over again <laughs> on a loop um but um but thank 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 you for having me it was wonderful yeah it was really great and uh yeah let us know if you're listening let us know what you think of all the things we talked about and let us know what you think of the movie in the comment section we'd love to hear your thoughts and uh thanks everybody thank you so much mike i really appreciate it thank you